It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
Well, well, well. Guess who's back? Guess who's back on set and down, on deck and in the building and on deck. Yes, it's your man Flossy Jeezy back here for another hot show again in the city of Rhodes. It's about 7.34. We had some technical difficulties earlier, so I had to move the show back for about a half an hour, but we're back on deck and good for the next two hours. Tonight's topics we're going to talk about is Monday Magic. Just like my songs I put online, just like the stuff that keeps your heads bobbing, the whole slobbing on the knobbing, and everything throbbing. You know how it goes there. NBA playoffs, talking about Kevin Durant. Uh, part of that is uh, LeBron James compliments uh, the new MVP by saying that he feels he deserves it. So for all you haters out there, it was all LeBron James' tip all night long, talking about LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Seems like LeBron has enough class you know what I'm saying, to, uh, you know, acknowledge Kevin Durant. He showed class, so all you hate is pull your draws out your ass. You know how it goes down. Also, uh, the first brother-in-law, Oregon State, fires the first brother-in-law. I call him the first brother-in-law, Craig Robinson, brother-in-law of, uh, you know what I'm saying, since Michelle Obama is the first lady, he's the first brother-in-law because it's her brother. Oregon State fired him. I don't know why, but you know they tripping and stuff. You know they, they they don't they don't they don't have any class with that thing. They let Craig Robinson go. It was just crazy because they waited six weeks after the season was over, and he had him actually winning more games than they had won in a long time. So we'll figure that one out. Also, speaking of tripping, Golden State is tripping on Mark Jackson. Uh, Mark Jackson, uh, who was going to lead the uh, revolt of sorts against. Uh, you know, uh, the league, you know, keeping Sterling in there, which that is still not a fate of complete yet because Don Sterling's talking about hanging on to his team. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mark Jackson, you know, his uh, even though he's had that team fired up and wired up and playing damn good basketball the last couple of years, you know how a, a brother's life expectancy is at the top as a coach in any league, whether it's college, football, baseball, basketball, name the sport, hell, cricket, if they play that. A brother's job is always, you know, in continuous ground. It's crazy. Also, uh, we have some boxing fans out there, some of my Hispanic brothers. I've been reading the blogs around the, the Internet, and some of the boxing fans have sour grapes over the uh, Mayweather-Madania fight. You know, go figure that one out. We'll talk about that one briefly when we get some more folks up in here. And also, a last tidbit for the night. The L.A. Clippers owner's girlfriend, whose name I won't even bother to mention. You know who she is. We know who she is. She just doesn't seem to know when to keep her mouth shut. She doesn't know when to shut up. So, you know, we'll go over all that good stuff, you know, when we get back. You know what I'm saying? We'll, you know, analyze, you know, psychoanalyze the whole thing. Although, you know, psycho and psychoanalyze, I think that girl's kind of psycho. She calls herself this silly rabbit. Well, I'm glad she said it so I wouldn't have to. Anyway, we'll be back at you live here in just a little bit. Meanwhile, as we wait on other guests to come in, I'm going to go ahead and hit you in the head just one more time with a little bit of Nate Dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like my man said. You know what I'm saying? It's just another day. Up early. 
bleeding thing. Kind of glad I woke up so I can't complain. I really need a break from this paper chase. But my girl ain't gonna wait for the diamond ring. My son ain't got to wait for no proper clothes. So I'ma take a trip and do a couple of shows. So many different things be running through my head. It's mandatory that I keep my family Last days of 
Nowhere to be paradise like relaxing Black, Latino, and Anglo-Saxon Armani exchange the range Cast, lost Robert Shabazz Free at last, brand new whips to crash Then we laugh in the illa path The villa houses for the crew, how we do Trees for breakfast, dime sexes have been stretches So many years of depression make me vision The better living, type of place to raise kids in Opening eyes to the lives, history's told foul But I'm as wise as the old owl Plus the gold child, seeing things like I was controlling Click rolling, tricking six digits on kicks and still holding Trips to Paris, I civilize every savage Give me one shot, I turn trite life to lavish Political prisoners Set free, stress free, no work release, purple and threes and jet skis, fill the wind breeze in West Indies. I think Coretta Scott King, mayor the cities in reverse things to Willie's. It's down foul, but every girl I meet to go downtown. I'd open every cell in Attica, send them to Africa. Africa. Imagine that. I free all my Making moves in Atlanta back and forth scrambler Cause you can have all the chips Be poor or rich Still nobody want a nigga have a shit If I rule the world and everything in it Sky's the limit I push the Q45 infinite It wouldn't be no such thing as jealousies or be felony Strictly living longevity to the destiny I thought I'd never see but reality struck Better find out before your time's out What the fuck If I rule the world Imagine that I free all my One of the realest ever created. Pop. They got niggas shitting tears, reminiscing on my past years. Cause shit was hectic on me last year. It appears that I've been marked for death. My heart is wrecked. The underlying cause of my arrest. My life is stressed and no rest forever weary. 
my eyes get teary for all the brothers that I buried in the cemetery. Shit is scary, I black on black crime, legendary. But at times unnecessary, I'm getting busted. Dig rocks and closed caskets for two strikes, large drastic and certain depth for us ghetto bastards. What can we do when we're arrested? But open fire, life in the pen ain't for me, cause I'd rather die. But don't cry through your despair. I wonder if the Lord still cares for us niggas on welfare. And who cares if we survive? The only time he notice a nigga is when he's clutching on the phone five. My neighborhood ain't the same, cause all the little babies gone crazy or they suffering in the game. And I swear it's like a trap, but I ain't giving up on the hood. It's all good when I go back. Oh, show me love, niggas give me props. Forever hot, cause it don't stop. Oh my god. Every day has been the same old thing. Oh my block. You either working or you're slanging cocaine. Oh my block. You had to hustle, cause that's how we was raised. Oh my block. You probably bred a fat pad of Tupac. That shit is constantly hot. Oh my block. It never fails to be gunshot. Can't explain the mother's pain when a sun drops. Black males living in hell, when will we prevail? Fear in jail, but crack sales got me living oh, well. Oh my block. The hangout was the thing back then. I can get to sleep Richard, It's a man's work Staying strapped Fantasies of a nigga Living fat But hell back oh, My block It's like the world on exist We stay confined To this small little section We living in oh, My block I wouldn't trade it For the world Cause I love these Ghetto boys and girls Born and raised oh, My block Rest in peace To all the motherfuckers That passed away From all the blocks And I'm from Huntsville Street 7th Avenue New York Up there Third and Walton, my block, that's right. On twenty second and Mona's block, my block, that's right. Cater Avenue, Baltimore, my block, that's right. Jungle, Marine City, that's right. I was going down. Forever is a long time 
So I'm telling you, man, some of these teams that you don't expect to do nothing is doing it all right now. I'm saying keeping a belt to their back and a boot up their ass. They're doing a real good job right now of getting it in. You know, it's got a story that just came across my desk. You know, one of the reasons I quit watching so many ESPN programs and, and, and pardon the interruption and all of them is the corny bullshit that comes off of, you know, Mike Wilbon and, and Tony uh, Kornheiser's mouth. They have a way of saying a lot of dumbass shit that just don't make no sense. They evidently, Tony Kornheiser insults Damian Lillard, LaMarcus Aldrich, and all of Portland on Pardon the Interruption. During a segment on Monday's edition of Pardon the Interruption, host Tony Kornheiser and Mike Wilborn took up the title of Damian Lillard in his series-ending series win against the Rockets and whether or not he's uh, now a national star. And you can uh, listen to the audio, though, uh, those, uh, you know, described through the uh, the press box, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to play a little bit of this, um, you know, audio for you. And just to go to show you how ignorant some people are, and they just really, really, they really, really don't get it. Rivers, 
Austin Rivers, people actually probably knew more than Damian Lillard because he's son of a famous player. Well, it was a college game. No, that no, was the number one college game. Star. I mean, right. Right, right? right. Right. This shot, which is being called, and you and I have been to Portland. We've seen great Portland teams and great games in Portland. It is being called the biggest shot, the most important shot in the history of that franchise. Not yet. That's Tony ridiculous. I, I'm telling you what is being called in Portland. Because they won a championship. Maybe there was a one shot associated with that team. I, I that can't I'm not one of your favorite teams, but, yeah. but, but hold on for a second. Lillard can get to stardom from where he is now. Mm-hmm. We've seen Bill Walton has been a star in Portland. Clyde Drexler, lesser star, but a star. You can be a star in Portland. If, if, mm-hmm. if Kevin Durant can be a star in OKC, Portland's a bigger place than Oklahoma City. Damian Lillard is not now a star for two specific reasons. One, he went to Weber State which is not Duke and not Kansas, not Texas, if you want to mention, Durant. So he doesn't come into the league with anything. No hype coming in. No, no. And now he's in Portland, which is an outpost. And they play their games at 11 o'clock at night Eastern. Now, you go down the coast, the Lakers have stars and the Clippers have stars, but in Portland, not any place with a lot of stars in the background other than Bill Walton, it's harder. Now, Adidas has just given him about a trillion dollars. Adidas like Nike, they're right there. That's right. And maybe, and maybe no one's ever afraid that Derrick Rose is never really going to play again. So they got something with the same color scheme, and they want to make him into a star. But for Damian Lillard, now important to be an national star, they've got to get to the final. I'm going to stop it right there because, first of all, Will Bond, who always insults Floyd Mayweather every time he gets a chance to open up his mouth, is an idiot. And this guy, Tony Kornheiser, he's absolutely right. He's corniest sound bitch I ever heard before in my life. There is no way possible in the world that you can say that Damon Lillard, Lillard who was an all-star last year, and, and LaMarcus Aldridge, who was also an all-star, are not stars in the NBA. They don't just give out the uh, MVP or, the, or, the, or the, uh, the rookie of the year to some bum that just comes walking up the street. And to make it all about what college you went to, whether that's just seen as a star or not, is the most ignorant, asinine bullshit that I've ever heard of myself before. Because, first of all, you have too many players that have come out of high school that have gone into stardom. you got Jerry Rice and Walter Payton, one that went to Mississippi Valley State, okay, and another one that went to Jackson State, both in Mississippi, right? Small schools, not Hurricanes, not Miami, not UCLA. Okay, not the University of Illinois, who came out of small schools and had multiple championships. Walter Payton had one, but Jerry Rice had multiple championships. If you're not going to just give credit for people who play like stars, act like stars, and, that is, and by the way, according to everybody else, even their colleagues, it was in their own organization at ESPN, they have said that these guys are stars. And like I said before, and they both make the all-star team. So what is the criteria to be a star in the NBA if you are, are, are not uh, an all, uh, invited to an all-star game, you play in an all-star game, Lillard play, plays in all five competitions, but you got this jackass talking about how they're not stars. You know, it, it, it's mind-boggling, it's ignorant, and i got to go to break before I say even more than I've already said. But once again, uh, another case of someone running around with their head up their ass. I'm going to play something mellow because it's on my nerves. We'll be back in a few minutes. 646-595-3402. You can hit me on the button anytime you want to. This is Flossy Jeezy on the Flossy Jeezy Radio Network. A little Paul Taylor on the horizon so I can chill out.
yeah, we're back live here. You know what I'm saying? Crazy, crazy business when it comes down to listening to two announcers that so many people respect and have so very little to say whenever they're given the opportunity to say something. I mean, just some, just some overall, you know, ignorant assertions and, and, and saying that what school you come from impacts what kind of player you're going to be. Tell that crap to Walter Payton and to Jerry Rice, who both went to small schools in in the Mississippi, and we know how their their uh, you know what I'm saying their their careers turned out. But to sit up here and say the stupid stuff that these guys say, I mean you got to be you got to be kidding me, man. Some of the stuff that comes out of these guys' mouth sometimes as a, a Portland fan and a Portland native, not not a native, but a but a, but a person that lives here, when you hear you know, some of the stupid stuff that you hear flying out of somebody's guy's mouth just because they work at ESPN or somewhere. It's like, where the hell do you get these clowns from? And how in the world do, um, you know, do you, do you sit up here and and and, and uh, pull the nonsense that you pull? It's just, it's above and beyond me. Well, in other news, Oregon State, I, I mentioned earlier, fired the Michelle Obama's brother as the coach of Oregon State. Right, he was been there six seasons at Oregon State, and they went 93 and 104. Prior to that, you know what I'm saying? They had 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 that much of a spectacular record, and the recruiting to that school hasn't always been the best either. So, hey, you know, first brother-in-law, the time was good while you were there. You got those kids some big wins while you were there. You motivated a lot of folks. Too bad they didn't give you the same amount of time that they gave some of the other coaches that really stank it up real bad and it was there longer than you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's a shame that they wait six weeks after, you know, the tournament has already been played and is over with, and then uh, they wait six weeks after you got this final season game to let you go. It really sucks. You know what I'm saying? They say that you're, the, you're best known for being the brother-in-law of Barack, President Barack Obama, and that's all they want to give you credit for, but... I wouldn't take this this uh, termination to heart. You came in there and you did what you could for as long as you could, and you made things, you know, you tried to make things better. But, you know, some teams just ain't salvageable, and Oregon State's definitely not a salvageable team. And now, you know, turning to other sports news, evidently for as strong as an individual, and I think a lot of it has to do with these owners being friends with Donald Sterling, for some odd reason, even though Mark Jackson – has led um, Golden State to playoff games back-to-back years. For whatever reason, his future as a coach of Golden State is up in the air, which is very, very strange, you know, that that would happen. I mean, this guy has these guys, um, you know, playing pretty good basketball. I don't understand why um, they wouldn't do a better job of making sure that Mark Jackson hung around. I mean, uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's a little bit too much tripping going on um, to be believed when this guy has really been actually a uh, a pretty good coach. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I thought that he has done a real good job with those guys. But, you know, most importantly, if your top guy likes the coach that he has, maybe you ought to listen to the top guy. If your top guy is saying, hey, you know, let's keep this guy. Let's Let's keep him around. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, Curry's, Curry's your, your big-time guy. I mean, they're, they're sitting up here still trying to eyeball having Steve Kerr 
But hell, Steve Kerr is uh, is uh, you know already belongs to somebody. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, in the story, it says here that you know you want players who believe in their coach, and that's what Golden State Warriors have done when they when they it comes to Mark Jackson and his players. The majority of them will glow about their leader on the sideline who showed uh, during the uh, first round loss to the Clippers. Uh, they will fight to you know uh, to encourage uh, for the encouragement of the leadership. That the high expectations of first round exit. Jackson's job seems in jeopardy with the Warriors. Now, the man just got there a couple of years ago, and he turned a franchise that was floundering around into a a, a fairly decent ball club, and to want to get ready to get rid of him now uh, just seems kind of weird right now. It just, just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me if they would want to get rid of a guy who's turned the team around uh, um, and, and uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, has done the type of job that he's done. And so... Um, you know what I'm saying? You, you just kind of think uh, 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 if, before you do things um, and, uh, you know, think it over before you just make, uh, you know, uh, rational, rash decisions and, you know, just start throwing guys away and doing stuff. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't recommend it. I think that, you know, when you get guys that can't think, maybe you ought to do this. Hold it now. Trouble. I overhaul and I'm coming. 
Friday, y'all. This is
learn even from loss. Don't ever let our situation cover your heart and flaws. Look now, we both understand the cost. The price isn't takes, we're willing to take. Sometimes you have to suffer a loss to really feel way. Look, just to set the record straight, I love you and I'll probably never stay away. I'd rather live my life miserable with you, but I'll go unless you got something to say. Anything. Forever is a long time At least until I die But the truth is we can at least try I don't ever want to see you cry Forever Man, my boy Rawhide got down on that joint right there. No jokes, no jokes allowed. He got down on that bad boy. Well, 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 man, this is a big one for the night. Boxing fans seem to have sour grapes. A lot of my Hispanic brothers that have been on various sports outlet places have really been giving up the business about the Floyd Mayweather fight versus my man Medina out of Argentina. Well, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Mark, Marco Medina did, did a great job. He did a great job, you know, boxing Floyd made it a real test, you know what I'm saying, did a real good job. But in those middle and late rounds, he got taken out of the deep water and drowned. The reason a lot of those punches and a lot of that stuff didn't count was because you don't get points in boxing for hitting a guy in his, in his, in his private parts, and you don't get points for hitting people behind the head and with rabbit punches and forearms and stuff. And that's why a lot of those points, he seemed like he was dominating, but a lot of that stuff he was throwing, either he was just hitting all gloves or it wasn't landing. He had four judges seeing the same thing, and they were real pros. Now, the one judge that had to fight a draw, I didn't like his decision right there, but I can understand where he would think that it was a draw. Because, like I said, he, he sat up and he gave a real good fight, a real good, it was a real good testimony to who he was. I, I admire Marco Medina. I watched him actually box over the last 10 years or so, starting out over at the, you know, at the L.A., uh, uh, you know, uh, form down there and all the way up to his career now. So the guy's a warrior, man. He had, uh, you know, taught Broner a lesson, but uh, Mayweather's a different uh, kind of person. If you're going to come in and box, you got to box straight up. All that grabbing and, and holding on and punching a guy as Johnson and doing all this crazy shit, that's never going to get you the results from a fight that you need. And like I said, judges don't count that. That's why they didn't count it. Although I thought that it was, it was more or less out of 12 rounds I thought it was a, uh, you know what I'm saying, 7-5 fight. I don't agree with the 8-4, with the uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, 9-3. That 9-3, you really had to reach that to give Mayweather that many rounds. Uh, I, I think it was more like a 7-5. I think it was a very close fight. But like I said, you can't give a guy, you know, credit for, for low blows and, and dirty blows and bad punches and stuff. 646-595-3402. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that, that's a big timer right there. That's a big timer. Um, you know, it, it would be nice to 
you know, see guys, uh, you know what I'm saying, call in and talk about that because I'm sure everybody's got a, a big-time opinion on that. But, you know what I'm saying, I'm sorry, close with no cigar. If you're going to fight somebody, you can't do you can't do the dirty stuff. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I know it's a very emotionally charged fight. I know it was, you know, a very, you know, uh, bad thing. Everybody, a lot of folks, you know, was going for Madani. I thought, I like Madani. I thought he did a great job. I think he, he held his own pretty good, but... You know, the bottom line, um, I just don't think that there was enough that was done to warrant, uh, you know what I mean, to really warrant, you know, a decision going any other way other than the way it did. Uh, I'm really enjoying myself tonight, enjoying, you know, bringing you the show as usual on a magic Monday night, you know what I'm saying, doing it the way it needs to be done. You know what I'm saying, I'm going to continue to hit you in the head with some of this smooth stuff. I'm going to throw on uh, DJ Premier's mix uh three beats, and uh, like I said before, I run this for about eight minutes, and then I'll be back at you with our, our, our uh, you know, basically closing uh, mandatory uh, subjects board for the night, and uh, we'll continue to rub you the right way here, like Johnny Gill, 646-595-3402, but it's all 454 coming at you for real, you know what I'm saying, uh, Flossy G in the building. It comes from other places, not the tinted places. Journalists like values are yellow and then of course authors. You watch Channel Zero with that bitch Babylon. I never thought that you would grab me, undermine me. And backstab me, but I can see clearly now the rain is gone, the pain is gone, but what you did was still wrong. There was a few times I needed your support, but you tried to play me like an indoor sport, like racquetball, tennis, pool, whatever. All I know is that you attempted to be clever, nevertheless, cleverness can started on the sand of the land of the mother, word the mother, king like my father. My sound survived slave ships, whips and chains, hardships, still through all this, the praise roll off my lips. Bring your guns, change the tongue, force your religion on me, cut my hair, the vibe still exists. To destroy the molesters of my heritage, what they conceal, the drums reveal, my royal lineage, king of kings. Power and crime, the thugs slinging powder and dimes 20s a D, these old niggas wildin' in mine My niggas bust nines, fuck fly and stick up cowards For they shine, you resist, then you push up flowers I'm like Luca Brasi, Vito's best hitman That's Godfather shit, backseat, next lit plans Revolver spit, I'm too tough to bargain with And you don't want the guard to pull up, the cars and sick Arms and wrists to split up, Queensbridge King Damn, I'm about to run this, you couldn't turn this I'm leaving rappers with the jumpers Because I got no feelings like youngness Taking your problems, we coming right And now we gotta take money Yeah, you motherfucking right Blow face, removing them seats Like turpentile, driving that shit in them seats Couldn't search your fine Not even if you was a gold digger I'm a well, on your market, get set. Can't forget the go. In case you didn't know, the flow was fat like Joe. Like Joe. Yo, even if they know that I'm back, man. You're whack, man. I eat a rapper like a Pac Man. I figured you'd bring it yeah, straight from the cellar. Pharrell, pack it, hit the loop, Panella. I felt about the rap game They relocate and change their fucking name I eradicate move fakers Roll with coke shakers Get that to mad money makers Shit self with life takers Have sex with rum shakers I make moves so I'm a nerve breaker I've been known to instill fear Although the world may be round We still trapped in the square City life got me broken in All I see is blinking lights Track boards and fat mics 950 FB12 MP60 
something, ear drums pumping This is this hype, hype, it's a sample that's tight, right? Fight this one and leave teethless Never sweat that, cause I'm a cool cat Just like Heathcliff, eat this, give up the loot It's 94 and Like I rock it. Yeah. I hear these 
motherfuckers spread lies and rumors about the crew and how we doing, niggas saying that we ruined. These clowns are dope, but see we've only just begun, raising hell like running DPB is number one. It's so pathetic, they fabric is so synthetic, they potential is stifled, our fluid flows kinetic. Mad at the fact we've inherited through genetics, such a skill with surreal, so it's I used to guzzle 40 and own a beat up cat. Since the hood still love me, I'll turn the heat up, daddy. I went from acting fly honeys on the train. To straight relaxing on the beach, counting money, getting brain. Soon as you rappers get a chance, you wanna floss a lot. You buy a iced out watch because it costs a lot. Then you in the club, styling with dope, profiling with hoes. Yo, Duke, you're dead wrong. You'll never have the skills like mine. I write the ill-type rhymes. Now I'm reaching my prime. 360 dunk in your face. You can't compete. You're just a basket case. Let's separate the men from the boys. And put your money where your mouth is. No time for toys. Your game is weak, you geek. So don't sleep. Cause I'll be checking your wrecking you. When I start to creep through the back door. I know I caught my Kick me out the house when I was flipping. I'm the man. Put the boys on the street. Make them walk this beat. Teach them how to eat. And to seek for peace. Son, I'm tempted to live and Cause I mean what I say. Bring the fake to reality and make them pay. Yo, these metal rhymes already got them scared to death. I'm trying to get the fuck out. See what the world's about. Check it, thank you. I was raised with death blades, automatic weapons, and high step or no high step without protection. I don't fool to the J-list, spit first until you see us win first, before you flame his. You see a man gon' claim his, do consult it gon' aim his, and try to kill your ass. Niggas see first on a charge to it. Tap the thickest six plus, got the flickest that you know nothing about L, so don't doubt L. With this motherfucking rap game without L. Yo, that's like Jews without ice. That's like China without rice. Or the Holy Bible without Christ. Or the balls without Mike. Or crackheads without pipes. The village without dice. Or hockey games without fights. Don't touch the mic if you aren't able to spit. Flamboyant is the label I'm with, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, we back on deck here. Fussy Jeezy, the Fussy Jeezy Show Worldwide. 409, you're on deck. What's going on? Man, what it do, man? Man, you already know what it do, man. You know, I'm ready for me and you to go round and round and round and round, Mr. Spurs, man. You know I'm ready. You know we ready. Yeah, I I hear you. I hear you saying you're ready for game one, but, man, you ain't ready for game one, man. Let's be real, man. man. (laughs) Hey, man. man. Huh? How's my family doing tonight, man? How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing all right. Sitting here watching the OKC and Clippers game and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm Bombs away on OKC. Bombs away on, on Indiana. If you thought these, these so-called lowercase letters weren't big letters and big numbers, boy, are you in for a shock. <laughs> but the game ain't over with yet. That's true. Yeah, got one more quarter. Uh, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, they got the one more quarter, but they gonna have to wait for it. Yes, sir. Our game is small night. Chris Paul, <laughs> and that's what well, it is. Well, well I'm not gonna lie. Chris Paul a lot. People get open. I, I'm Chris hoping. Paul made it a threat. Huh? I'm hoping that either your team or my team gets on back over there and gets at LeBron and them. I don't think LeBron and them can beat a Western Conference team this year. I just don't think that they're that good. That's, that's, why, that's what the Heat's scared of. They're scared of yeah. San Antonio get back in their finals. That's what they're scared of. <laughs> Ooh, the, Heat they sure. 
they they had to it's their way out to a championship because I'll still be, I'm telling you, I'm still mad at Popovich for that stupid-ass play while putting Duncan on the motherfucking bench. I'm still mad. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, you know first quarter. Yeah. I mean, first half. Uh, but yeah, ain't no sister sitting Duncan down at the, in the crucial play. They going to it was four guards. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Ginobili, Ginobili and Leonard, man, yeah, yeah. But man, we should have oh, been yeah. five-time champs right now, man. Why? And why? And I why, why, why? Why? I could be mad. Why? I could be. I, I get mad at all these. It ain't. It's Heat fans and it's LeBron fans, what they call themselves, but they want to put the championship with the Heat on with LeBron. But like I keep telling them, if you look at it closely. LeBron, LeBron and Cliff are talking about it, homie. That's the yeah. nigga who missed the motherfucking shot to make by took it out to Ray Allen after the rebound. Right. And LeBron. LeBron missed that. That means he is not clutch. <laughs> if that was Kevin Durant at that moment in time, it went, he didn't have to worry about nobody getting the rebound and kicking it to Westbrook to go for another three. Kevin Durant would hit right. that bitch right then and there and be down the court like, yeah, nigga, this is what it is. Hey, you know, man, I wish. Clutch, I, wish, I, wish I, I wish I was still around. I wish I was still around. Y'all, hey, y'all, y'all rub the heat. Y'all rub the heat. I ain't got nothing. Hey, do you? But me, <laughs> one thing I despise about the heat and LeBron, I never seen Jordan have to go fuck with Bird or Johnson to win the ring. I never seen him do it. I never seen Bird fuck with Magic to try to win the ring. I never seen magic, vice versa. You know what I'm saying? I never oh, seen yeah. people. They built the, they built the team around. I never seen Kobe had to go fuck with anybody to get the ring. They built team. At the first three, you can say uh, him and Shaq a combination, but for them people to wait for some years and just be like, all right, we're gonna put a build a team around Kobe Bryant and win two more. That's that's saying something, homie. Hey, I wish, I wish, I wish, I I wish, I wish that I was still around over there so I could say, in your face with that Kevin Durant. There was so much talk down about Kevin Durant wasn't going to be MVP, he wasn't going to do it. You know, part of the yeah, MVP Yeah, that's Mr. MVP. Now you got to get around MVP, baby. Salute to that boy, man. <laughs> you know, salute to that Longhorn, if you want to call him that. You call him Texas Longhorn. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Salute to that Longhorn. Yeah. Hey, man. All this talk down about he didn't deserve it, he didn't do it. The MVP process, part of it is who is the most important person to their team and what did they bring to the table? The reason they're losing tonight is the same reason I said before I left the the, the, the home base. You already seen who the most important person to their team. That's Kevin Durant. You seen Westbrook just – some this battle got itself back into the um, group, back into the schedule. Westbrook been right. hurt for a minute, and Kevin Durant carried that team. That's when Kevin Durant was hitting with forty something, nice, nice in, nice out, fifty something at one point, sixty. You know, look, and I then Kevin Durant went on fire. I, I, Plus I, I he did the killer thing, Nels. Come on, you know you my hey you my partner. We don't get no bills, homie, but. 
Now, since since OKC and I'm playing right now, since you're a Portland Trailblazer fan, right, and you my homeboy one night, all right. Now it's just like this, my nigga Nels. I'm a Spurs fan, so we play game one tomorrow Tuesday. You feel right. me? Right. Do you know we're gonna beat your ass, right? You know, nigga don't get no bigger, but hey, you playing against me in the series. It's a seven game series. You are my way to get into that championship, and I'm gonna tell you just like this: Damian Lillard can't do that on San Antonio. Popovich ain't that dumb. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? You are a better road team than we are a home team. We have difficulty at home. Hey, did you see Game Seven against the Dallas Mavericks? Did you see that? I saw it. But you know Everybody, what? People, Dallas Mavericks had people Mavericks. jumping on them. People picked the Mavericks to beat the Spurs Sunday. Hey, hey, Portland ain't the Dallas Mavericks, though. Yeah. That's what you need to realize. Portland ain't the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We have beaten you guys, right, three out of the last oh, five yeah. meetings. So, so but, say, like I'm hey, saying, you, you, you know, I'm tell you we, like we, this. we talked up our third and in six. last time we was down there. So we ain't scared, man. If y'all, if y'all swept us, I'd be scared. Y'all didn't sweep us. We ain't scared. Go, you know what I'm saying? We, 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 to we crushed it. We ain't never scared. We ain't never scared. They're going to play. I'm, everybody <laughs> talking about Brooklyn Nets. I keep telling them, man, that he's going to beat the Nets. Man, Brooklyn Nets going to sweep the heat, man. They, 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 they're going to be the three yeah, straight times. Sometimes every <laughs> season, it's going to mean. See, some, when, they play, when they play four times, they'll give you confidence. We swept the, they swept the Dallas Mavericks. We're talking do or die, though. It's a big difference between do or die and regular season. I agree with you on that, but yeah. we ain't scared. But at this point, you know what? You I, know, know hey, I know y'all, I know well, y'all is not scared. Don't nobody expect us to do nothing, and that's what makes us so dangerous. Then when we then oh, we yeah. they, y'all, they, 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 they was cheating on us, and they was doing all kind of stuff with Houston. But boy, when we, when we locked it down, we locked it down, man. We locked it down, man. I'm telling you, we, we dangerous, you man. You know it's a dangerous squad. You better, you better have Patty. somebody to help. You better have somebody to help Aldridge and that boy while you're talking shit. If you don't have hey, nobody, Matthews better come in for you. Hey, Matthews. let me tell you something. You oh, guys yeah. had issues and y'all had problems. Y'all had problems with with Harden and, and company this year. Y'all have big problems with them. We got Matthew, Matthew's defense, Mo Williams' playoff experience, Aldridge being, being, the, being the not only top longhorn right now, but top baller. Oh, and yeah. Man, I'm telling you, man, this is a 50-50 matchup. Just don't be surprised. Like I told you last time, it'd be like the, the cops programs. Don't be surprised. Y'all go out walking in slow motion. Don't get after take one. You better not let us win one down there. You let us win one down there. It's over, so I'm telling you, y'all got problems, man. They don't have difficulty beating us at home, too. You know what I'm saying? We can't scare you know what I'm saying? Was, this, this, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't, uh, yeah. what's McCall? He's in this Brooklyn. This ain't McCall. Houston was tough. Remember, we, we, we did, y'all, y'all the favorites. We did the upset money already. And if we beat y'all, you better watch out because the Miami Heat, we played them twice, 
and we only lost by a total of four points, two in each game. So I'm telling you, man, we there. We there. It's, it's going to be a Dang. great game. That Portland, hey, that Portland thing, hey, what you're saying about Portland, it don't intimidate us because we number one overall for a reason. For a reason. Portland plays San Antonio tomorrow night. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're going to beat y'all by seven. Yeah, game one tomorrow night. We're about to beat y'all by seven. I know, if all, if, but they, Aldridge and, um, and Lillard, go have to, he had to have somebody to help him out because, yeah, you better do something. See, Popovich is a smart coach. We got, you can look at our players and be like, man, them players ain't shit, but Popovich so smart, he make them niggas look good. You feel what I'm saying? He he picked up he picked up selection of shooters. People didn't know who the fuck Danny Green was. They didn't even know Danny Green played with LeBron in Cleveland. Came to San Antonio, this man made motherfucking NBA Finals history in Game Three. And that was my All favorite motherfucking game because when that nigga, every time that nigga shot that hole, that bitch went. I was like, hey. oh my. God, this yeah, the, the only way y'all gonna beat us, jam style, gonna beat huh? us is if the referees lose their minds. The referees yeah. lose their minds tomorrow night. That's the only way we gonna lose. You know, I'm telling you, we we got one of the best road records Man, in the guys. NBA. Uh, and, if, and, if and we do great, if, well, if we well, do great well, you better beat us in six. You better beat us in six because if we got to go to seven, you gonna end up like the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> oh, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You dominated the whole game from the point on. Yeah, you, 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 you crazy, dog. You, you, you crazy for that one. Hey, hey you, know, we, you know we got the highest score. We got the highest score in offense in the playoffs, dog. She's been telling your name ever since. You know we got the highest score in uh, uh, points in the playoffs. We number one in scoring in the playoffs. We the highest scoring team. We ain't no joke, hey, dog. It, hey, it don't matter. I, hey, I faced against some lethal shooters this past series. Monte Ellis could let your ass up. Dirk Nowitzki could light your ass up. From the, no, I, sometimes I look at Nowitzki and be like, shit, if he had a pen and do that little move, ain't no use of stopping it. Let him make it. Fuck it. And every time I say that, that nigga busting our ass. But you know how hey, that series ends up, right? The Dallas Mavericks was the number eight seed. We just played the number four seed. We was number five seed, and we just pulled off the upset. I don't think we're too worried about what y'all got to That's huge. We're too worried about that. Can't worry about that. Not a good coach. <laughs> Kevin McCarroll yeah, is a man. good coach. Not a good coach. Well, where in the world are we going to be worried about that? Popovich is a good coach. We made him look like we was going to be bad. We made him look like we was just like like we just shit or whatsoever. This is show you in game seven what the real spell is about. Tony Parker yeah. had 24 in the first half. <laughs> you tell me, man. Hey, let me let me let me let me put you up on the score. Let's, it says it says. Well, you can burn Hold on, I got a commercial. Hold on a second. We got a commercial. That's what I'm talking about. Head to head with a trailblazer fan. That's hey, what I'm talking about. Oh, let's check this out. How we got here? Uh, we had a wild game. Hold on, hold on. We got commercial. So much exciting basketball. A big record, five games, seven in all. There was a theme to this fantastic finish in the first round. 
the favorite teams winning are the Taylor Swift. The Patriots beat the Hawks in their game seven. The Thunder do the same to Memphis. And their game seven. Playing on it. Find out how much my child is. And nobody barely held on like this. There was people so safe, off the home floor, at the table there, an extremely emotional day. Scott River, something like this. Lift up a lotion, huh? Well, they play, they play separation because he he a, he a good defender. He got the long ass on. Let me get rid of these commercials. I got man. Some of my reason I got commercials. You see, separation got that good deep. Uh, mostly, mostly your killers coming from the shooting guard, like Wade, Wade, and um all of Danny Green. Uh, Manu Ginobili from shooting guard. That's what Stepanovich up for. He got them long arms. He could keep them defenders in a little bit in check. That's why. And sometimes they could hit threes. You know what I'm saying? We'd be open and shit. He hit threes. These boys got problems, dog. They got serious he, issues. Serious only problems. way they're gonna beat them is how this line up. You got to start Jackson. Put. Put Westbrook at two. See, Jackson will penetrate at two, and Westbrook a shooter. He more of a more than a shooter than a point guard. Westbrook. Hey, here's the breakdown they got. Why San Antonio will win? Experience could be the difference. They're the defending Western Conference champions and have the roster. Uh, right in the playoffs, set, uh, playoff test and aside from the Heat, perhaps and perhaps the Nets, Parker and Duncan know exactly when to step on the gas. Whereas Lillard has a penchant for clutch moments, but sometimes can shoot teams out of games. Spurs will play much more. Yes, while Portland, while Portland will win, does the team have any better pick and, and, and roll duel than Lillard and Aldridge? You see our standing first round matchup, a nightmare for opponents. Uh-huh. You guys are in deep shit. You guys are in trouble, man. We in deep shit. We in deep shit. Antonio in deep shit against Portland. Look at here. We is not Houston. You, you did you did you hear what you just tell? Did you just say? We are the defending Western Conference champions. Right now, uh, we no, own the West, and they are true as we speak. Miami might be champions, but we number one in the NBA. Don't get that twist. We number one overall. That means in game seven in the finals, it will have to come in San Antonio. You feel what I'm saying? We just made it look like we were bullshit. We made it look like a pity patty with the Mavericks. But remember what I just said? I guaranteed it this shit. Because everybody was going with the Mavs on on Ohio Larry show. They're going with the Mavs, you know what I'm saying? Yes, and I told them, people, yes. I guarantee I win game seven. How are you going to do that? You lost game game two in um, San Antonio. <laughs> I say, nigga, it's a difference between game two and game seven, asshole. Game two, you know you got another game to play after that. Game seven, you ain't got no more. <laughs> yeah, your back against the wall, nigga. You lose, there ain't no, oh, man, we're going to get him back in game game eight because there ain't no such thing. Hey, they don't want to see either one of these teams. They don't want to see either one of these teams in the, in the playoffs. Oh, hold on, man. We, I mean, this dude's going to want to talk about world events, man. I know he's out there. I know he's waiting to get in. 
Malcolm, I think our sports talk is over for the night, bro. I will see you tomorrow night. I got to bring my man in for the for the for the for the for the world history talks here. But uh, I will see you tomorrow night. Uh, then when, when when the games before the game starts, then I'll have right. you have game one aftermath. Call the game one aftermath. Game one aftermath. Hey, I'm not I'm not like the other cats. Good luck to your squad, man. But we coming after you. <laughs> All right, game one in San Antonio. Go Spurs, go. Let's go. That's my main man right there. I got to put up with this stuff when they play the Bears uh, with New England, too. So I know Malcolm is always good for a good sports talk. Thanks for calling in, my family. We'll talk to you tomorrow right, night. No, no doubt. Talk to me. How then? All right, family. My main man, my main man on the scene, on the scene tonight, Mr. Juan. Ooh, Martinez! <laughs> What's going on, my man? What's going, What's going on, on, man? Man, I know, I know you called to debate me with that Mayweather thing. God, what's going on with you, man? I mean, look, that Mayweather junk last night. He bought them judges. That was he bought not even last night. He bought them judges. He bought them judges. Them judges was bought. Cause that boy got his butt whooped. He got he got whooped like he stole something. And she won. Cheater, how you? Cheater. How do you get your butt whooped? How do you get your butt handed to you? Yet you still declared the winner. How the hell that happened? I'm a, I'm a Who he had to sleep with? I'm gonna tell you how it happened. You over here? I have. I'm gonna tell you how it happened. You cannot punch a man in his nuts and rabbit punch a guy over and over and over again and try to hold on to somebody and think that you're going to win a championship. What, what, what Mayweather did was very smart. It was almost like a modern-day rope dope and when he allowed this, he kept backing up to the ropes, and he allowed this guy to punch himself up. After the first round, my man Chino was dead for the next two rounds. He was dead-ass tired, and that's when Mayweather started to try to get his act together. By the time they got to round six, he had Chino out in deep water, and he drowned him. He was, he was socking him up. He was getting off faster. He was, he was, he, he, his defense had improved in everything. What Chino, what Chino should have done, rather than trying to club the dude, I've been watching Chino, man, since he, for 15 years since he boxed in the, lost, in the great Western form. I watched him from a starting boxer from fight number one to the fight that he had on Saturday night. You cannot rabbit. Do you get to understand? These are real judges. And, and, and if you're going to beat the champion, it's almost like watching the old champion. you got to knock the champ out. Mayweather was never hurt. Mayweather shook this dude up in, in, the, in the middle of the late rounds. He pulled him out in the middle oh, of the really? round. Oh, really? He shook him out when he broke out. his eye open? He shook him out? Huh? I guess if you headbutt somebody and you, and you saw that his eye opened up after the headbutt and they showed it. Matter of fact, the referee even said it was an accidental headbutt. I've got the fight on tape, but I've watched it again. I'm telling you, man, in the middle rounds, that's when he drowned old boy. Old boy couldn't hit him. He had slowed all the way down. He punched himself out. If you're going to beat Floyd Mayweather Jr., you got to box Floyd Mayweather Jr. You can't be expected to put your You know what, though? You know what, though? I issue a challenge, and I, I hope Mayweather's listening. I hope it reaches his ears. 
that he come out here and talk because he got beat like his daddy got beat. They both got beat. Hey, I'm, all I'm saying is, is this. You cannot, you cannot hit a guy below the belt over and over again and hit a guy with four with, with forearms and not punches and hit a guy over the back of the head and, and rabbit punch over and over again. If you notice, when they got out to the middle of the ring, that dude wasn't controlling that fight. Mayweather controlled the last six rounds of that fight. Now, except for round 11, which, where, where Chino got off a little bit, he had punched himself out, man. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to fight Mayweather, you've got to conserve some of that energy. He was trying so hard. To smother Mayweather. Nobody's flesh smothered smothered Floyd Mayweather. Matter of fact, the only reason his cheek was swollen up was from that headbutt. It wasn't like he was punching and beating Mayweather in the face. All he was doing was hold, trying to hold him in on the ropes. That's why he kept trying to get him onto the ropes. And, and, and even Garcia's in his corner telling him, and I, and I respect Garcia, but him telling his fighter to fight a dirty fight is not the way to win a fight. If anything, he should have told him to fight an important smart fight and don't give up no rounds. If you notice, he kept telling him, you're giving up rounds, you're giving up rounds, you're giving up rounds. His fight, his, his coach saw what was going on, and his, and his, and his corner man, uh, 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 Garcia, I forget his first name, but Garcia would tell you that my man gave up too many rounds, especially for round six to round 11, he gave up too many points and too many rounds. And my, thing is, my, thing is, my, th- my thing is, and, and you saw the video, the video said it for him, for itself. I mean, you gotta admit, he did. He knocked the shit out of him. I hate to tell you, he did knock the shit out of Floyd Mayweather. He did. A, he did a creative job early, early in the front. And in round one, when he was able to suffocate him and smother him in the first two rounds, he did a hell of a job. What happened was he had punched himself out. Because he was trying too damn hard. When Mayweather, if you, in order to beat a boxer like Mayweather, you got to beat on him, step back for a second, take a breather, and then go back in. This guy was punching himself out. That's why he was out of gas. Why do you think Mayweather was able to get back in the fight? The dude that had punched himself out the first four rounds, though. I'm just being straight. I mean, he's like, like you said, though. Like you said, though. He did tire himself out. He tried. You got to give it to him. But, I mean, I mean, it, it would have been a, a lot of people. There's a lot of mixed feelings about his win. People are saying he cheated. Other people are saying he bought the fight like he's done in the past. Because he bought some fights. Because there's been some fights where he literally was fighting for his life and still came out the winner. Let me tell you something. I want to see a rematch so Floyd can clearly do his business. You got to understand something about what was going on with Floyd, too. He fought this guy after finding out that this woman aborted two of his kids. So I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Look, I didn't, I didn't, for me, I didn't see the Floyd Mayweather that I'm used to seeing dominate a fight. This man had just lost two children. Right. But my thing, wait, wait, wait. My thing about it is this. He's a professional athlete, whether I mean, he's a professional athlete regardless of what happens in his personal life. When he walks into that ring, his personal life has to take a a seat, regardless. It's like a football player. You can't blame a football player's poor game for the pussy he got the night before. You just can't do it. I mean, that, that, that don't mean nothing. I mean... Well, I'll tell you the difference in what it means. Chino had just had a baby. 
and he was fighting for that child. If you don't think Chino wasn't fighting for that championship and he just had a baby and that wasn't an emotional lift for him, just like Mayweather on the other side of that just lost not one but two babies, if you don't think having a child and you a champion is an emotional lift, what about the guy that fought last week who was jacked because his wife was getting ready to have his child or, or, or just had his child? Oh, and the personal stuff definitely plays into it, man. And, it, and he was clearly distracted. Like I said, he wasn't fighting the same fight. But he did enough to win that fight, though. If you go back and watch that video again and you watch what happened to Chino after he punched himself out, he was never the same after round four. And Floyd was beginning to catch up to him with the body shots and the head work that he did and, and the combos that he was throwing. I'm going to tell you something. There was a big difference between the fight that he fought, uh, fought uh, Broner with and the fight that he fought Mayweather with. I want to see it again because I want to see a more clear victory from Floyd. But Floyd won that fight, and that judge that gave it a draw was a coward because he was afraid to make a decision. Man, how, 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 how do you say this man fought a fight with that fight the way that went on, though, man? How can you say he fought a fight, Warren? Come on, dog. Come on, he man. Has. He has. In the past, he has fought a fight. I mean, I forgot what the who he was fighting against, but he bought it. Because the other guy beat his butt to a pulp. Who? Who? Katana, Katana, whatever his name was. Huh? Who that, that guy that he fought like what ten years ago? He ten fought years. one guy. He fought. He fought. Well, he fought one guy like ten years ago twice. And the first one was controversial, in which he didn't fight his best fight that night either. Then he fought him the second time and beat him. I think if Floyd trains and fights this guy again. Know what he's up against. I think you're going to see a different fight, and you might even see Floyd knock him out. I mean, yeah. But I want, but I want to see the rematch. I, 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 look, I issue a challenge. I will, I will literally be more willing to actually watch a fight if Mayweather put his all into it. If you're saying that it's because his his whoever she is aborted two of his children, granted. I, I I give him some slack for that, but he could have. If you don't, I mean, you don't come in in the middle of the in the middle of the game and put all your efforts towards it. You start gradually. Now, granted, the other guy tired himself out by knocking the crap out of him the first couple of rounds. Tired himself out. He ain't had no energy. None. Now, have I mean, you ever seen Floyd Mayweather fight that slow starting out? I didn't. I see. I use, I'm used to seeing Floyd get right at it, but if I got a guy that keeps hitting me behind the head, and he has to keep telling the ref, hey, this guy's hit me behind the head, and then he's looking down as he's punching Floyd in his nuts, man. You can't. He, he must have hit Floyd in his nuts about six times. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then, and then all those those shots behind the head. It's not legal to hit a guy behind his head, no matter how good it looks. That's what the judges looked at. You cannot give a guy points for illegal punches. You just can't do it. It's not done. Wants to use, and I don't see why that was a big deal. But the only victory that Mayweather 
actually, uh, you know, or, 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 or the Chino actually lost other than the fight was the fact that he couldn't, he, he wanted to wear some paper thin ass gloves. And if I made weather, I wouldn't have okayed those gloves either. There's, there's, there's gloves that are damn near like bad gloves. You don't want to be wearing those in a fight, man. Both guys would get hurt off of that. Mm. Some, little, some little thin custom made gloves. Both fighters have to wear the same gloves. You gotta re- you gotta realize something. It's, it's big money. It's big business. But I, I I don't know. Maybe I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a maybe it's an ethnic thing. And maybe we both seeing it too much emotionally because of the type of fighters that they were or something. But I know that uh, I've watched boxing for for many years, Doug. And what I saw there was in those late rounds was clear. Floyd was not winning uh, the first few rounds, but after he after he settled down, and I remember he was in a fight plus. I wish his uncle was in this tour. His dad doesn't do shit for him. You know, his uncle Roger had him. It was, it was clearly a winner with him. His 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 uh his father's kind of sporadic. I don't know. I don't like his father in this tour. I know that. You know, he's trying to include his dad in the in, in, in the picture and everything. I mean, again, again, it's a it's a matter of time. And I mean, the state's his his state's performance last night wasn't the greatest. Could it have been the fact of your voice and stuff? Maybe. Could it have been the fact that he just wasn't in the zone? Maybe. Could it have been the fact of all the stress that we've been going on? Maybe. There's a lot of maybes in that mix, but I I mean I guess it's just we're used to like you said it's I don't know. It's just a lot of things that could come up from it. There's just been a lot of stuff going on. Did you hear about that 14-year-old that apparently, uh, what was he? He was convi- he was a rapist. The yeah. 14-year-old that, or the 20-year-old that raped the 14-year-old girl. Yeah. The judge gave him probation. What? Because he wasn't because he wasn't that type of rapist. Didn't have it in him. And she blamed the victim. The judge blamed the victim. Wow. Well, that's ugly. And what was even uglier is the 16-year-old boy that raped the 12-year-old girl and choked the little black boy. The, the, the little uh, brother, little brother was eight years old. He was trying to stop him from raping him and choking him and killing him. That's incredible. But yeah, it's just a lot of things, man. It's a you lot know, of that, that, I'm not going to be satisfied if I see that fight again. And Floyd's got to fight him. But I, I would rather see him than Pimp fight him than Pacquiao. I'd rather he would knock Pacquiao out. Pacquiao's lost well, I think Pacquiao, if they fought again, Pacquiao would probably beat the mess out of him. Yeah, Pacquiao's done. And, of course, Floyd is bragging about his 70 million bucks he did for 36 minutes worth, which is crazy in itself. But, uh, I mean, I don't, Floyd I think, I, 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 I honestly think, though, if he was to fight Pacquiao, Pacquiao would whip his butt. Now, Pacquiao is one time. Yes. And I tell you why. Because, and somebody said it the other day. Pacquiao is probably the only one that could probably do that. 
in in rounds. And the reason for it is just because of the way that they train. He's a Pacquiao is a better skilled boxer. He may he may be somewhat young, but he's a better boxer. His fighting well, hands are better. Two years. I'm Floyd only huh? two years apart. I'm Floyd only two right. years apart. Right. But their fighting stances are better. Their styles are better. I think if they were gonna if they were tr- gonna try to go blow for blow, I think Pacquiao mm-hmm. would have it. Now that's a fight well, I would pay to see. Well, you know, I tell you something. Pacquiao fights uh, Juan, uh, Juan Marquez, right? Fights him and stuff, and. And he uh, he uh, fights him like Pacquiao fights him like I don't know four or five times, like 130 rounds. You know, and there's only one one knockout decision. Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather fights Juan Manuel Marquez and knocks him out in six rounds. So I, I know Styles make fights, but Floyd is really not a joke boxer, man. And I'm telling you, especially the way he dispatched huh? Carnelo Alvarez. And I think Chino is I mean, probably the I, best fight for because uh, he's got so much more experience. And I'm Argentinian well, I, mean, I I, I got to see it again. I would I would probably be you know, be more enthusiastic in his pocket because I think I forgot who he had fought before, but the guy was drinking his own pee, and I'm not. I believe it was Pacquiao. Mayorga. Mayorga. Yeah. Mayorga. The guy was yeah, the, right. the guy yeah, drank his right. own the guy drank his own pee for training. Yeah. I mean, if you could drink your own piss while you're training, that's a bad dude. I don't yeah, know well, if somebody really would drink thirsty, that. But I don't know if I drink my own piss. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> granted, I would like I don't know. I would I would fathom probably drinking you know sewer water before I drink my own piss. Oof. It just because it's just granted it's sterile like they were saying in the HBO special it's sterile so it's okay but it's like really 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 like it's a bit much. I'm not gonna drink my own piss. I don't give a damn what kind of nutrients and all that weird stuff goes on. I mean I'm not a dong beetle so I'm not gonna you know follow them around and that's ah, crazy. Uh, that's crazy as hell. Yeah. It's kind of like guys following guys around in rice paddies and eating eating a cow shit after he, he, he eats a bunch of grass or whatever, you know, for nutrients. I'm like, ah, I don't know. That's a shitty deal for me. I can't see that. That's crazy. Well, okay, see that beat down by the Clippers tonight. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Just. Like that news, what really, what, I mean, what, there's been a couple, well, getting back to the news stories, the world, yeah. the news stories. The boxing match, yeah. we can go back and forth for and argue for days about that, who was a better boxer. The point is, Mayweather apparently cheated and won. So let's drop that, because <laughs> let's not, let's not. I'm gonna let you go with that, and I and I agree that Mayweather did beat him. So you're right. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Let's let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's sweep let's sweep that one underneath the rug, 
Uh, every time, every time we meet up and they fight again, we're going to go through that one, and, and we're going to look at the tapes over again and everything, but nobody's going to be happy with that fight. I wasn't I was overly enthused by, by the victory myself, but if it had been a draw all the way across, I'd have been okay with that. I mean, uh, but, yeah, I mean, this, this, the news is, it's, uh, we really have to pray for this nation and for these kids, man. 14 years old, committed a rape. Well, the twenty-year-old committed a rape on a fourteen-year-old, and got pro- five years probation. Five years. Five, wait, wait. Five years probation, and one of the terms of his probation, and I heard this in the news. Uh, I read this in the report. One of the terms of his probation is that he has to do, I think it was like three, three or five hundred hours of community service at a rape crisis center. Right. Okay. Now, 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 granted, it's it's understandable if it's like, oh, you you know, you you ate a red light. Okay, you could do community service at a rape crisis center. Maybe you may learn something out of it. You know what I'm saying? Or you stole something. Okay, that's that's okay. But you were raped. You, you got convicted of. You were charged with rape. Got sentenced from rape. And got put in a rape crisis center with victims. And then the judge said the judge ended up recusing herself from the case. And the most that they that they said that they were gonna do was probably request to have stricter uh, strict stricter restrictions on his probation. Like that's gonna help the situation. Insane, dude. That's insane. It, it's just as bad with the whole thing with the with the, the with you know with the sixteen year old uh, on the twelve year old or whatever that he ended up you know doing that to her brother who tried to save her life. Like, where's the where's the reality of it? On the other hand, in this tornado that just happened in Arkansas. This uh, I forgot. I think it was, he was a soldier. He gave his life for his girlfriend. I think it was his girlfriend. I want to say it was his girlfriend. Gave his life yeah, for his girlfriend. Yeah, that's crazy. And she she survived and he died. Or that boy who sent or, or that boy whose last text message to his mom was goodbye mom. Before the tornado sucked him up and split him in half. What a boy. I just don't you know understand what it. I don't understand what happened oh. in my home. My hometown's tits up too. Chicago's tits up, man. I don't get it. I mean, it, it's just, I mean, these cities are getting. I mean, what are we doing? Is it? And then it boils down to: Is it the music? Is it what they're watching on TV? Is it the video games that they're playing? What is it? Granted. Not the person, not not the people who lost their lives in the tornado, but the the people who are committing crime. These teenagers, these uh, these young adults who are committing crime. What is it that causes them to have these kind of infatuations or feelings? What is it? What's behind it? What's causing it? Because that's just crazy to me that a judge is gonna give a five years probation to someone who literally this statutory rape. And then the reason the judge apparently came out and said, and I wish we could call, we could have that girl come out 
on this show and talk about it. I know you don't want to put a rape victim through something like that once they've already been a rape victim, but still, just to hear her side of it. Because the judge came out and said in open court that the girl was asking for it because she had had uh, three previous sex partners and had a baby. Judge said she was asking for it. Well, I wonder what was happening one day. He was out walking, <laughs> walking his car, and somebody threw a bag over his head and was had a van waiting, kind of like you see in the movies and stuff. And they raped his asshole for about three or four weeks, and then just kicked him out on the street and let him bounce off the pavement and, and recover. And uh, see him coming back, trying to being shaky, trying to light a cigarette or something. I wonder. I wonder how he would feel about that. And, but you know what makes it worse? Wait, no, you know what makes it worse? It was a female. The judge was a woman. And said that the wow. girl was asking for it. Pretty, That's pretty much what she said. She, her statement was that she didn't feel anything was wrong with it because the girl had previous sex partners and had a baby. Wow. What? the hell has anything to do with what the case that was going on at the moment has to do with how many people you slept with? I didn't was know that being a white judge. Huh? Yeah. Was it a female white judge? And, uh-huh. and was, a victim, was a victim a person of color? That is to be speculated, but yeah, I believe it was, actually. Well, then that, there, there's, your, there's your answer right there. But, it was too often. Go ahead. Nah, Go ahead. my thing is, but my my thing is this: Have we really come to that? Have we really come to 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 where you now blame the victim for being raped? Okay. Like they were just going down the street and said, "Hey, you want to rape me?" That that's not. You shouldn't be throwing the onus back on the rape victim. I think what it really comes down to is you've got a lot of judicial people that shouldn't be judicial people. And they have preconceived notions when it comes down to stuff. You know, when they say a, when they say a, a jury of your peers, like Judas Prudence or whatever, you don't get any of that stuff if you got the Forsyth County, Georgia mentality on the bench. And they think that when it's us, you have all the ugly names, you have all the ugly goings on, you have all the ugly feelings and emotions and things that are said by these judges. And when you have that kind of that kind of behavior going on, which of course like you and I both know, it's completely unacceptable behavior. But yet it still it still permeates and it still happens. Um, and, of course, unfortunately, we can't do anything about it right now because that's more or less what we stuck with. That's the kind of asinine nonsense that you're going to hear come out of a lot of these judges. But, I mean, in this society, everything that is squeezed around, form-fitted around, sucked over, sucked through, sucked around, or whatever that comes out, if a white person goes through the similar things or same things, there's the hunt for Red October, where when it happens to us, it doesn't. Take, for example, Nigeria. 
200 girls missing that got snatched up and are being forced in, into marrying uh, a rival tribesmen or, or, being, or being made prostitutes or whatever is happening from over there. You hear nothing happening. You don't hear the U.N. saying nothing. You don't hear nothing being condemned, anything. But the same uh, uh, thing happens to children in Dublin where, you know, the, the guy jumps out of a, of a car and pulling up people, and because they look white and they have blonde hair and blue eyes, there's such a cry mm-hmm. for, for, for action. And there's such a cry for, you know, because they look like us. That's how the world does things. If they look like the people that have the perception of being in charge, and there's all this care and concern. Whereas if it's a brown-skinned person or a person of color, whether it's Hispania or or African American or or black or whatever. But then, but my question then becomes: What are we? What are we teaching our children? What really? Yeah. Are, what are, what's the message that you're sending when stuff like that is allowed? Well, it comes in twos. There's two churches, two schools, two chains of thought. And when it when it's us and it involves in us, we're gonna go tribal. We're going to look out after our white folk, you know, our pure white woman. <laughs> That's a joke. You know what I'm saying? You know, our, our pure folks, then then all of a sudden there's this big concern. But when it's, you know, African Americans or Hispanic Americans or something, it's just like a, it's just like Hispanics, for instance. Now, you, 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 as long as they're, you know what I'm saying, it, first of all, I, I respect Hispanic folks because, they are, are, they are the new farmers. They are the people that go out, gather up the produce, give us all of our, our, our essential foods or whatever that we need to have, you know, good, uh, you know, fruits, vegetables, you name it. The Hispanic population takes care of us on that. They also do a lot of service industry things. Um, our, the, the, the parts of, of, of the government, not all of them, but a good percentage of them, always want to talk restrictions for Hispanic people that you know, want to come up here, even though you have, and I, I go through this, but I want to do this in my other group, where you have Los Angeles, Santa Cruz, San Francisco, San Bernardino. These are all traditionally Hispanic names, which tells you what. The founding members who founded those cities were of Indian and Hispanic origin. Yet you have a problem with their relatives and their and their and their bloodline coming up to here, even though they benefit the United States in so many ways, that's unimaginable to put a number on it. But you and have absolutely about- no problem taking your ass down there on vacation to their country, or going and buying up because uh, you have money from up here, buying whole villas and buying houses and building houses down there. You have no problem with that, but you have a problem when it's in the reverse. Go ahead. My thing is too is if you really look at the map, California, the whole state of California was one uh, part of Mexico. Exactly. So my thing is is if you have a problem with them coming to work here, guess what? You're slick, kind of using what they had. 
you took from them right. what was theirs and used it for your own personal benefit, but to hell with them coming over here to try to help you build your buildings, build your houses. When, like you said, when they're over there and you're spending money over there, then it's not so much of an issue as it is a help. That when, right. they're, when they're helping, when they're helping, you know, when they're sitting here inhaling fumes and chemicals, working where you want them to work, and as long as it's benefiting your pocket, you don't care. But right. the second it, there's a there's an opportunity of advancement or an opportunity for them to make something more of themselves than what they are in their own countries, because a lot of them. When they come from other countries, they come as doctors. They come as professors. They come with professions underneath their belt. Look at a lot. Of, I know a lot of people personally that are from Peru, that are from uh, Brazil, from Venezuela, and they are they come up here with doctors that they can't practice what they had, what they studied in their countries because the rules are different. So they have to find other factories or other jobs to benefit them, to bring home something to take care of their family. But they have professions. But they're coming Hmm. in to make a better life for their children. And their children's children in some instances. And the thing of, and it it, it hurts me and it bothers me to see that politics has come so, has stooped so low as to affect the people who come here not because they want to sit here and forge off of you, but because they can't make what they make here in their country. They make right. literally, there's no equivalent between here and there. Because like if you go to the Dominican Republic, for instance, the Dominican Republic, which is in the Caribbean, they is for every one American dollar, mm-hmm. it's thirty-two dollars their country, their money. Wow. It's 32 pesos. I think it's like 32 or 38 pesos for every one U.S. American dollar. So if they come here and they leave their home, leave their families to come here to work, they come, they work, and then they make their money. They make $100. They send it back. That's enough for their families to eat off for an entire month. $100 is enough for them to eat off for a whole month in their country. It's, wow. it's, it's reality. If you if you think about it, because if you times a hundred times thirty two dollars, it's a lot of money. It's not chump change. And you know, it's 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 just the purpose of they come here to strive to be better, to show their to to live that American dream that's been that's been sold to us for so many years. Uh, having a, a a big house with a white picket fence and a wife and two children. That's what's been sold as the American dream. They seek, they look for that in their country, because a lot mm-hmm. of them, uh, a lot of people that come from other countries, their countries still have tin roofs. They don't even have cement roofs. They don't actually have stable roofs. They they have tin roofs where they have to worry about getting hit by lightning in a lightning storm <laughs> or being flooded out because they're, they're, it's not made, 
the ground is not solid. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't have a solid foundation. So, I mean, you can't hate on these people. These people come here to make a better life for themselves, but to benefit your business. Mm-hmm. And the That's second the whole you do, thing. The second you do, the second you do something to restrict them from that, or to restrict someone else from that, we no longer live in a democracy, but in something other than a democracy, more like a dictatorship. Because now you're dictating who can come and who can't. Well, you can come if you're coming from Europe, if you're coming from Italy, if you're coming from Germany, right. but it, but if you're coming from Mexico, Spain. Or if you're coming from South America, you're not welcome. As long as you look like us and reasonably, whether you have an accent or not, talk like us, then we, then the welcome rolls are always going to be open. And that's what kills me. If you're going to shut down the borders, let's, let's do it on everybody. Because I know I'm tired of turning on the TV and hearing somebody sound like they just came from Australia, from Australia or London. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's it's, it's incredible to me. It's incredible to me that 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 you know the the gates of, of heaven are opened up, but for a few. And when I, and when I see it and when I hear it, I'm like, look, you know, let's 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 be let's be reasonable about this thing. If you're going to if you're going to sit up and you're going to, um, you know, what I'm saying, have a lot of nonsense going on. Let's 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 get a little bit of. Uh, if you think about it, it ties back into the whole minimum wage thing that we were talking about last week. I think it was last week. Where the minimum wage bill had been, hadn't been passed. Granted, you explained it and you gave a great understanding of it. And so it, it helped me to absorb it and understand it better. But you you have people who literally, and I've seen them, I know people who who are this, who do this every day. They get up at the... I think you'd rather watch something else, huh? <laughs> what? what? Uh, oh, no, really, you muted me? <laughs> no, I did it just for a second. I meant to hit my button when I was asking my, my old lady a question. But, but, um, but no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, we, we clarify it. She, she, no, she no, and I was on the same program. Okay, so uh, so please please finish what you were saying because, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm definitely interested in what you're saying so I can, my, you know, rebuttal. My, my thing, my thing because my thing about it is this, though. I know people, I know people who have immigrated here who have seen the million, the, the thousands of bodies as they cross that border. As they cross that border, women, children, mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters who are left to die in the desert because they couldn't they couldn't survive in the desert because the only way they could make it to America was by crossing the rivers, crossing the desert, crossing the borderlines, running from the border patrol. A lot of them made it, but a lot of them don't. And those people are the ones who sit here and build our building. These people are the ones that get up at the butt crack of dawn. It can be 2, 3, 4 in the morning, and you'll see them on their way to a construction site. Why? Because they that's the only way they know how to make money. 
they know how to make things that will benefit their families. I've seen, mm-hmm. I've, seen, I've seen fathers go hungry while their children, so just so that their children can have something to eat, walk with shoes that are completely destroyed so that their kids, their children can have clothes to wear to school, can have shoes to wear to school. You know, what are we doing? What's, what's wrong with them? What's the situation that you, and what's the issue that you have with them if they, all they're doing is to put in their family? And see, that's the whole thing. You know, you asked the question earlier, why, you know, children are killing children, why things are going down the way they're going down. They're going down that way because as a country, we are so desensitized that the people that you speak of, rather than having some type of empathy for them like like it used to be in this country, once they figured that, you know, Hispanics and, and African Americans were closing the gap so far as poverty is concerned, there's this growing conception that somehow their race is diminishing as our numbers increase. And 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 through all of that it's one of these kind of it's one of these kind of deals where where um you know what I'm saying, it's one of these kind of deals where it's one of these kind of deals where they um they kind of feel that through having through having health care through having health care or through having um you know what I'm saying, uh, people will be able to be taken care of properly that their lives will be extended by benefiting from health care. It's not that Obamacare is a bad deal. It's not that that Affordable Health Care Act doesn't work. It's not that the Affordable Health Care is even a bad thing. You are so afraid that if, if people, you first of all, you want your lobby money. You want the lobby money that comes from keeping uh, insurance prices going high and, and not being competitive. You want that monopoly because it benefits your pocket. So they come to Washington and they send letters in, their constituents do, and they ask for you to lobby for them. You ask them to lobby for for them so that they can um, lobby for them, lobby for them so that they can continue to push their agendas. And so when that lobby gets cut off, or that lobby is no longer in effect, or that lobby no longer works, you of course have a problem. You of course have a problem. With 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 the, with the masses because you can't you know that lobby money is held up. Then you switch that around a little bit. You say, okay, well, now that everybody has health care insurance and we want to repeal this, repeal this, repeal this because we want our lobby money back. Then it becomes this referendum and saying that the concept of Obamacare, the concept of of uh, of anything that means something so far as poor people's concerns, becomes a big concern to you. When in reality, it's not that the Affordable Health Care Act is such a bad thing. There's like any other brand new thing that's out there. You can tweak it and make it work if you really want to make it work, just like you made everything else work, right? All of a sudden, you have a problem with it because you have this conception that, you know, your race is diminishing, our race is increasing, so if, you have, if they're able to have good insurance, they'll live longer, they'll have more prosperous lives, and that their side will continue to diminish. Now, this is the thinking of the radical people that are out there that, that, that do this stuff. I, I mean, this goes back 
years where this concept of our numbers are increasing, theirs are decreasing. Your numbers are decreasing because more of your children are finding that maybe hanging out with Juan's children is a cool thing. Maybe hanging out with, with Nelson's children is a good thing. You didn't give a damn about a role model in sports until a little giant, little Billy and little Earl start showing up on commercials with Michael Jordan and showing that maybe, just maybe, hanging out with the purported minorities and all the other neat little, uh, you know, a twist tie uh, names that you give people was, was effective. The long story short, long story short is that it, it's, it's crazy to have this concept that through stopping the health care and through stopping having people healthy, that somehow you're going to help your own cause. If you would quit being racist and you quit doing the ignorant stuff, your families might trust you more. I mean, I mean, white white women, white women don't trust the system. You know what I'm saying? White women don't trust the system. Uh, white uh, young men and women. If you ask them who they prefer to have in office, it was Obama across the board. They asked that the, the population was on. I always watch uh, Meet the Press or, on on NBC on Sunday mornings. Uh, usually it'll come on everybody's channel between nine and ten, and they'll have the show come on and they'll talk about these graphics of how our generation down to the people in the 20-something generation all like the way the country is rolling because the wars and stuff going on overseas is not as important. The getting in everybody's business and creating more wars and skirmishes, people aren't interested in that because they want to make things happen here. And now the job market is great, so now you have to find something else that's bad. So what do you do because Hillary might get voted in or some other Democrat might get voted in? You start talking about you start talking about Benghazi again. <laughs> so it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. There's a lot of bits and pieces. But but people like you and me always end up on the bottom end of everything. And that's when we have to pull ourselves up and you know, put the, what is it, um, rock climb our way up to the top. We have to. Yeah. Because without, without people who have different mindsets working together to change people's opinions and minds about things, this is never going to change. It's just going to be a vicious cycle that's going to continue. When you start saying derogatory things about my Hispanic brothers and sisters, when you start saying, uh, there's the act like that, when you start saying derogatory things about you know, uh, people of color and stuff, just remember who your service industry people are. Just remember who your who your new uh, millennium farmers are. Because like I said, it's, it's perfectly okay to have a Hispanic person around when you want to use them for something, a black person around when you want to use them for something. But when it comes to giving them fair treatment and fair shape, I think if an employer wants to be an employer, he ought to, he ought to pull his, his jaws out of his ass and and be prepared to pay for people's health insurance. If a person's going to come and make you rich or sustain your business or make their business strong or, or give your, your business the oomph that it deserves, then they should have health care. The same people that are bellyaching about the health care situation and about Obamacare and everything else, A, they have nothing to replace it with, B, they have insurance, and C, I think it's awful convenient how some of the pre-existing conditions, you now want those in your health care. 
Okay, so that's my thing. I guess my soapbox on Obamacare, but, you know, I mean, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, it is. Hey, how, what time is your next show? It's going to be tomorrow night, and I want to make it a little earlier because, uh, you know, I try to say it, it's, it's 12, 12 uh, 40 a.m. back there. So I want to be a little bit more respectful of, of your time and everything. And we'll probably talk more world stuff tomorrow rather than the sports and the, and the other stuff. And, of course, we'll do our little, our, we'll our gloves and do our little jabs and, and, and punches at the punching bag for the for that, that Mayweather and Madonna fight just to, just to uh, okay, let's you know, not, generate. Let's not touch on that. I thought we agreed. We weren't going to touch on that sour subject. Okay, we all right, all right. We both a little bit sour off of it. You a little yeah. sour because he's a little cheater. <laughs> I'm a little sour because he's a cheater, and you a little sour because there was a little bit of punches that shouldn't have gone the way they did. We we gonna agree to a disagree. Right, right, exactly. And thank God for the jock strap, or the man wouldn't have a nutsack right now. Look, so I agree to hundred percent. You're absolutely right. Mayweather was, so we're just going to leave that alone. You're absolutely right. I agree with you. 110%. We're in agreement. It's all, it's all good. Well, I guess I guess he can cut it short from here because my eyes are getting extra heavy. The old lady's giving me that look like, okay, this is a later show than normal. And, uh, yeah, I'll pick yeah. It up. I, well, look, you and me both. I think, they're, uh, I, I think they, they speak through the thought process because, yeah, mine is yeah. doing the same thing. Let's make them happy. Yeah, you're, you're, happy you're all women. Happy it, was not about, it was not about them directly. You know, women are kind of strange. So, oh, I shouldn't have said that. All right, I'm on my own. Oh, no, there she goes. Okay. I'll talk to you tomorrow, boy. If you folks are listening in, take care. God bless and good night. We are out of here. Hello. <laughs> Goodbye. Take care. <laughs> See you tomorrow for my notes. Uh. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.